Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, dew sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green here on AM860, The Answer in the Golf News Network. This is the show where we talk about golf and the interesting people and sometimes fascinating stories that accompany them that share the same passion as the game, for the game, I should say, as you and I do. Um, before we jump in talking to my guest today, I wanted to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, uh, beef the way nature intended. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef and the Gunter Wilhelm Knives, unmatched quality, comfort, and efficiency for enhanced productivity in the kitchen online at GunterWilhelm.com. And I can attest to that. I've got some of their knives. They work out pretty good. If uh, you've ever had the chance to meet a real warrior, and I mean a real warrior, not just somebody who's put on the fatigues and gone overseas somewhere, but a real warrior over personal hardships and triumphs. That is our next guest. She's a friend of mine. She's been on the show before, Diana Del Garbino. She has a company called Muscles in Motion in the Lake Oswego, Oregon area, and she does a lot of physical therapy and fitness training for not just golfers, but a lot of it is around golfers. But Diana has overcome her own challenges this year. We're not going to delve into too many particulars. But the last time I saw her, she was in a hospital room and she fought back and fought back and fought back. And as, as we're recording this show this morning, she just got done playing nine holes of golf. And uh, I'm going to let her tell you about that. And we're going to talk about fitness for golfers. And we're going to talk about a lot of things in this next hour, but I am personally grateful that she came out on the other side of these issues as well as she did. And it speaks to the tenacity of somebody. She's not very tall compared to me, but she's mighty. And I would always want her, put it this way, 40 years ago, I would have wanted her back to back with me in a bar fight. That's, <laughs> how's that? Diana, how are you, dear? <laughs> Good morning. Wow. That's a, I would stand up with you in a bar fight for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I know you probably had to break a few up in your career in law, law enforcement too, in your, in your time, but, uh, um, that's oh, quite a few. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That may be an introduction that was a little over the top, but I feel very strongly about that to know you and to know how tenacious you are and how you fought back. Um, you're to be commended on that. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I'm really grateful beyond words to still be here. Let me tell you. <laughs> so without, and, uh, I still, I still have your book. I got to get that back to you. Oh, no worries. 
no worries. We'll do that one of these days. But you you got personally sick. You had some problems. You thought it went away. It didn't go away. It got worse. And I'm and I'm not dancing around. I just don't think we need to tell everybody what all the problems were. But just know they were very serious. And then, like I said, then I figured out that through some texts and some calls, you were sick. You had surgery. You were in the hospital. And you didn't look too sharp when I saw you. Your spirits were good, but you looked pretty tired. And that's seven months ago when that happened. So um, you want to kind of give us an overview of your of your challenge and how you ended up back playing nine holes today. That would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and first, let me just say thank you so much for coming to see me. That uh, that really meant a lot. Oh, no um, worries. I went in for an emergency surgery in January. Uh, just a, it turned out to be an emergency just from the level of pain that I was in, but it was not. It's a pretty regular kind of surgery. And immediately after, I knew something was wrong, but I couldn't tell you what it was. I'm not a doctor, and I don't didn't understand what was happening inside. And I was in the hospital for nine or ten days. And then they sent me home and I got worse and then got so bad. I couldn't walk anymore and went back to see the doctor, the surgeon twice. And both times she sent me home and said, Oh, you're fine. It's normal. Until the last time when I couldn't walk, I was in a wheelchair and then she knew something was wrong. Well, she had cut my ureter tube, uh, which is the link between the kidney and the bladder. And so my abdomen was filling up with urine for 10 days. So I had to have a tube placed in my kidney, a catheter, and I had to have that for two months. Um, and in the meantime, so then I was in the hospital that time for eight days, and then I got an infection in that area. And that's when, that's really when I didn't think I was going to make it. <laughs> um, but I did. I got out of there, recovered, and then it was time for the next surgery to repair everything. So March 11th, I had the second surgery, and um, everything went well. I got, got everything done, but that was right when COVID was hitting. Uh, so, you know, I stopped having visitors and went back to a friend's house to recover. And six days after having that surgery, um, I had to close my business, you know, for for obvious reasons, everybody was closing everything just for safety. So it was just one thing on top of the other. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been a long, it's been a long six months, <laughs> a really long six months. Uh, this started December 27th of 2019. And my surgery was on January 5th of this year. And what I've been doing is, you know, really listening to my body and what it needs. And, you know, I've had so many side effects. And one of them was I could not sleep more than an hour to an hour and a half at a time uh, because that's just what my body got used to. And that fight or flight mode kicked in and it was going to keep me alive no matter what. So no sleeping. So I've just started in June. In June, I started playing golf just because I needed to get outside and um, I'm tired of just 
walking to the mailbox and back. And it's just been so wonderful to be able to swing because I was cut open from above my belly button down to my pelvis in a straight line. And I wasn't sure. Yeah. I wasn't sure how I was going to be able to do that, but, um, Oh, it's just been fantastic. It's just been fantastic to get back and play. <laughs> that is truly some muscle muscles in motion. If you think about that after you healed up, I mean, my goodness, the, yeah, uh, I, uh, I started because we were closed until June 1st. So I started in May with, uh, last end of the latter part of April and the beginning of May, I started doing the virtual workouts with my team. So just online. And I, I, I was, I was extremely strong before this happened. I mean, I've been strong my whole life. I've been working out since I was and lifting weights since I was about 15 years old. So I've never been weak. So I didn't, it didn't dawn on me that that was going to happen, but it was so bad, Jeff, that if I got down on the floor, I could not get myself back up without grabbing onto something and pulling myself up. My legs would not get me back up off the ground. <laughs> Gee, many Christmas. Yeah. So, you know, I, it was hard to get out of a chair. I mean, I literally had to press myself or somehow pull myself out of the chair using my upper body. because My legs just would not, didn't have the strength. I had just lost all my strength. And so, you know, we started with just tiny little squats, you know, where I was comfortable so I could get back up. And then we went a little bit lower and it took a good two months before I was able to get myself off the ground without using my hands. In fact, it was only last week that I was able to do that. <laughs> well, and, like I was, yeah. like I was saying in the intro, the tenacity is incredible. And having personally witnessed you when I came to visit you and stuff, and of course I've talked to you, called you and texted you and stuff in the interim, but uh, I'm amazed that you can do that at all. And, and yeah. I know how fit you are or, you know, prior to, and then I'm sure you're getting back to that now, but I mean, I, I absolutely know how fit you are. We've got to take a break here on Grilling at the Green. We're going to be back. We are going to talk about golf and exercise and stuff in just a minute with Diane Del Garbino from Muscles in Motion. Please stay with us. Hey, welcome back to uh, Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. Today we're talking with Diane Del Garbino from Muscles in Motion. Um, I want to shout out to our friends down at Langdon Farms. The restaurant is now open. They're practicing all these safe CDC guidelines for social dist distancing. Can't use my tongue this morning. Um, but they're still doing their, you know, Friday night specials and all that. And our buddy Bruce um, Furman has got some clinics coming up. We're going to be talking about that later in the show. And if you'd like to uh, email us, it's info at grillingatthegreen.net. Uh, Facebook's got the same thing. Um, I do both golf and cooking on my Twitter account, which is cowcook57. So if you want to see updates and snarky comments from me once in a while, they are there. Now let's get back and talk to my good friend, Diana Del Garbino from Muscles in Motion. 
we've sat around on our butts for months, <laughs> Diana, before we hit the <laughs> golf course. Um, and I know some people, if, if you watch social media or anything like that, they're like, you know, do this workout at home. The only workout a lot of people did, and I'm guilty of it, I'm first in line, was building and wearing a path to the refrigerator from wherever you were sitting. Okay. We, we have to replace uh, linoleum in our kitchen because there's a well-worn path there. I, I just read an article that the average American gained 16 pounds over the COVID shutdown. I'm above average. So it's, well, it's time now. It's, it's time to go play and, and get some exercise to get, get that, get that off. Well, so one thing I just want to say what you were talking about earlier, um, my nurses and my doctors said when I went back to the hospital the second time when they had to put the tube in my back, they said that the only reason that I survived that part of having my abdomen filling up with urine and there's bacteria and all sorts of stuff, they said most people don't survive that. But the fact that I was so strong and healthy is why I'm still here. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm a huge advocate of you got to be ready for the unknown things that you don't know what's going to happen, but your body, the stronger it is, the stronger mentally you're going to be, the more you're going to have that will to survive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've had a couple of things in my lifetime, not near as dire as what you went through, but when you wake up in the hospital and you kind of think, Hmm, this is not good. <laughs> and so, you know, you, yeah. you want to muster as much inner strength and physical strength as you can to get better and get the hell out of there. I mean, you got to mm -hmm. love the people in there. Most of them that, you know, work hard and are very caring and want you to get better, but it's really up to you too, you know, the patient. So yeah, we, if you don't have that mental toughness to know I can get through this, I mean, that the mental side, just like, just like in golf, your mental game can take you down. Right. Right. Well, yeah. So I was going to say, because I don't know how many times you get out, we're going to make a nice, this is called a segue. Um, <laughs> you know, we you get out on the golf course and you're feeling pretty good and then something happens and then you're, you're, um, it's really, I think not so much the physical as the emotional, uh, and mental kind of goes, yeah, mm -hmm. this isn't very good today you're not going to hit that shot very good, you know, and you start playing those games in your mind and then your game goes all to hell. So yeah, absolutely. We can look at that from a, from a perspective also, of that's the way about your health. You know, if you think you can beat it, there's a good chance you can beat it. You know, that's the way I look at it. So, yeah, I, I do too. I look at it that, you know, you don't want to have a fear of loss of functional freedom and movement. You want to, make sure that you build your self-esteem and that you're not so fear fearful about having fitness or, or starting a new fitness program. Yeah. So it, for people like me, it would be starting over after the COVID thing. And we still got the COVID thing going on and that thing's going to be going on in my view for a while. Um, but you know, this hit just about the time that people around here start getting serious about golf here in the Northwest. 
they 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 start thinking about you know they're pulling the clubs out maybe they've gone to the range a few times over the winter when they had time or whatever but the weather's starting to break there in march and you got the masters coming up which is now coming up in november you got all those mm-hmm. things and then all of a sudden it's like bam you got to stay at home we want everybody to stay at home if you can and all this don't go out the good thing about where we live is the golf course has stayed open. The bad thing about where we live is the golf course has stayed open because, <laughs> because it added to the level of frustration of people like myself. So how do we get our butts off the couch, start to get into a, a program, Diana, that even tell, I mean, it's July, but you know, you, People still, most of them aren't in in shape to go play 18. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, so, so my advice for anybody starting a new program right now is find, find a place where that's what they do, that that's all they do is strength training because they're going to be the ones who, who are doing it day in and day out. And then you want to start slowly. You don't want to go all in back to, if you had been working out, you don't want to start where you left off. You got to let your ligaments and your muscles get accustomed to it and then start ramping up from there. Otherwise, you're just going to be too sore and you run the risk of hurting yourself. And then when it comes to golf fitness, um, you also, same thing, you want to find a certified trainer in golf fitness and make sure that the same thing is happening there that you're ramping up. You're not just starting where you left off or where you think you should be, but let your body have a moment to acclimate to it. Take your time through it. Um, these are skills that, you know, you're going to build on them. The muscle, you work the muscle and then it gets stronger a couple of days later. And then you work it again, and it gets stronger a couple of days later. It doesn't all happen at one time. So we want to just be really careful and protect the back, the knees, the hips, and the shoulders, and just take your time through it and and make sure that you're looking at it from what's going to get you the most out of your game. That's a good idea. And the other good idea is we have to take a break. I'm not so sure it's a good idea, but we have to take a break. And Diana and I will be back on here on Grilling at the Green in just a minute. Don't go away. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. Today, we're talking with Diane Del Garbino from Muscles in Motion in Lake Oswego, Oregon. By the way, I hope you like the music today. I kind of picked this all. Diana doesn't get to hear it until she hears the finished show. But, you know, like this segment's got what a feeling from Flashdance. I thought, you know, if you ever saw Diana in person, she could do that Flashdance routine that Jennifer Beals did. You know, she could. She's that fit. Um, by the way, our folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, we'd like to thank them. That is truly beef the way nature intended. And also by Ben Hogan Golf Tour quality clubs at factory direct prices. That's BenHoganGolf.com. Uh, also, our news this week, uh, the Winco Tournament, uh, no spectators. And I know we they blasted that out on the news the other night. Um. But yeah, no spectators. 
uh, you'll get daily reports through me on several social media platforms and lots of other, you know, through the PGA websites and PGA toured websites and all that. So anyway, back with Diane Del Garbino from Muscles in Motion. So uh, I'm not going to say anything that I haven't said before. I'm an over, older guy. I'm overweight. Uh, I cook because that's actually kind of how I make my living. And I've had back surgery, very serious back surgery, which was great because it eliminated all the pain. But when you get in this Shamu mode, like I'm in right now, because of really not being able to do too much, um, you know, outside mowing and that kind of thing, but strengthening those back muscles and, and neck muscles, but for me, mostly back muscles, how do you go from like sedentary sitting in a chair talking behind a microphone every day out there stretching those out so you don't get hurt so how do you do that that's a great question um you go slow you find the right equipment uh i'm you know when you have back surgery we i have clients that have had rods in their back, who've had multiple surgeries, have hip replacements, knee replacements, shoulder replacements, and they still strength train because we want to make sure that all the attaching muscle structure is strong. All the big muscle groups are strong. So there's no imbalances. Um, we have some actual specialized medical grade, low back equipment. So that way we make sure people are really safe and in the right position. And we make uh, personalized workouts for them. So we start at a comfortable weight where they're able to do it with really good form. And then we just incrementally increase them from there. And, you know, first we're going to look at how you move. That's yeah. going to be one of the main things. Cause well, it, that's going to tell us a lot. Well, I used to walk like a crab in the morning when I got up. Um mm kind of shuffling and click, click, click until everything got going forward. Um, And then they did the surgery and that's, and it's great. Like I said, and yeah, I've got the rods. I'm the uh, proud owner of some railroad ties in the back of my back (laughs) and all that. But but I've got, I've got really, good upper body strength i always have because i worked on a farm and i rode horses and i did all that stuff for a long long time and but that weakness even with the surgery that weakness i still feel it and i know my back is stronger even my lower back is a lot stronger than it was but there's certain limitations and maybe those limitations are things that i'm putting on myself because i'm going to use myself as an example here as far as the weakness in the lower back, certain bending things, I, I've still got one, if you will, knot back there. Um, everything else has pretty much gone away over the past three or four years, but that one knot is still there. And sometimes, you know, it just hurts. And I know I'm not the only person on the face of the earth that, that, uh, you know, kind of, I don't want to say suffers, but is afflicted with something like that. So um, how do you overcome that upper body strength that is pretty good 
And then you've got that weak spot. Well, everything works together. The whole body works as one unit, even though we have different, we have the upper body, the lower body. So we want to make sure that they're balanced and they're equally as strong, the lower to the upper. Because if your upper body is so much stronger than your lower body, the lower body is the foundation. And so the, the part in the middle, your low back, your glutes are going to be even more important to keep strong and have them work together. Otherwise, it's like you're putting all the weight up top and then trying to balance it on your legs if they're not strong enough. And that's going to create a lot of issues. So, um, so we want to look and make sure that you're balanced from top to bottom, from front to back, from right to left, and balanced by strength. Can you, can you move and lift the same way with just your left side as you can with your right side? Are you, are you strong enough in your lower body to actually hold your upper body? Otherwise, you're just going to keep creating that weakness. And the muscles, muscles want to work. They love to contract. So anytime you lift something, they're contracting. So if they're not getting that contraction, they actually will create their own stiffness. And it looks like not. They can create where you can't turn your head or move your shoulder because they don't want you to hurt yourself. So they lock up to prevent you from doing more damage. So you actually get better. You get more range of motion your your muscle structure and your your functionality starts to work better because that's what muscles are designed to do they're designed to contract so the more you use them the better they get the more limber they get the more flexibility mobility whatever you want to call it you does, get all of that does lifting like a rack of pork ribs or a chocolate cake or a good plate of Chinese food? Because I'm pretty balanced when it comes to those things. Does that count? <laughs> no, not quite. Oh, not quite. Hell, you know, I've, no, I've, we want to create consistency. We want to create consistency. We want to see where you are and then start working up from that. Start in, making increases from there. Well, I'm pretty consistent about ribs, Chinese food, and chocolate cake. <laughs> so, uh, except wrong with any of that as long as you are burning enough calories to uh offset that ah see now there's the gotcha deal right there yeah because <laughs> those little calories they like to hang on they don't yeah, like especially it. especially the chocolate cake <laughs> yeah they don't like to leave on their own hey speaking of leaving well he's not leaving he's just joining us right now here's bruce Furman with our golf tip of the week Hi, this is Bruce Furman. I'm the director of instruction out at Langdon Farms, and my tip today is is trying to give you some advice on how to get a little more power. And pretty much everybody comes to me when they uh, they're taking a lesson, and and they 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 tell me they want to hit it farther. I I have yet to hear someone say I'm just hitting it too far, you know. And so, uh, how do you hit more power? Well, there's a few different ways you can get go about it. Uh, Probably the easiest thing is just to develop a more efficient swing where you're hitting the sweet spot consi uh, consistently. So if you can hit the sweet spot and you can hit slightly up on the ball with your driver, you're going to get the maximum distance you can get out of that golf club. And you should have the driver fit so that, that you have the right launch angles and the right spin rates. And that, that'll help you get more distance. And 
One thing also, just talking about, you know, the golf swing itself, a wider backswing potentially has more power. So when you start your, your club back, sometimes people think they're supposed to fold their right elbow into their side, and you really aren't supposed to do that. You want to let your right arm float and go off your side and not fold it in. And if you do that, you're going to have a wider backswing, and a wider backswing can, can help you get more power, and uh, you'll hit it uh, long and straight right down the middle. Well, hopefully you will. But you will get more power if you have a little wider backswing. So I hope that helps you. Thank you, Bruce. We appreciate that. And, folks, you can find out more about Bruce Furman. All you got to do is go to the Langdon Farms website, click on instruction. Bruce happens to be the director of instruction down there at Langdon. And you can find out all the information and historical bio and all that. And you can book a private lesson or go to one of his clinics. You know, he likes ribs too. So maybe if you cook him a rack of ribs, but I do that once in a while. Anyway, we are going to take a break. We're going to be back with Diane Del Garbino in just a minute. And uh, with a song by the Bangles of all things right after this. little manic Monday there by the Bengals here on grilling at the green. I'm JT. And we're talking with my, my good pal, my good friend, Diane Del Garbino from muscles in motion in Lake Oswego, Oregon. And, uh, Diane has overcome some muscle issues herself and she's well on her way to recovery. Now she's playing more golf than I do. And I feel, I don't know if I'm jealous or shameful or what about that. <laughs> Uh, gee, many Christmas. Um, Shawnee Harrell will be back with us next week telling you how to get your mind together. Shawnee's great. She's our, our Canadian um, mental coach up there from the Great White North. So she'll be back with us. So, Diana, when, when people have been sitting around for three months and you say start easy and doing this, um, but when you live close to a golf course, like I do, I don't live on the golf course. I live a little ways away from it, but I drive by it all the time. And you see these guys out there and they're playing. You go, I want to get out there. I got to do this. And, and, and really your mind is saying, go for it. Um, when, you're getting, mm -hmm. when you get on the course and you're teeing off. And after about six or seven holes, you can start to feel it because you're not in the shape that you were in. Okay. And, you're, and you get up to the tee or you're, hitting the shot out of the rough or whatever it is. And yeah, go ahead and go for it. But your body said, now listen up here, Chester, slow down a little bit. Um, but your brain goes, now nah, you can do this. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, you know, when people come to you for not just getting in shape, but maybe for a little physical therapy and stuff, how many of them tell you that kind of a story? Um, oh, plenty. Yeah. Plenty. Yeah. They go out and they say, you know, I, about whole 13, I was done. I, I really, I started not hitting well and my back hurt. And, and I say, well, then just play nine. Just start with nine. You got to think the long term, not just the short term. This is something that you want to think that this is, this is my life now. I'm going to work out. I'm going to play golf instead of I got to pack it all in, in in three months and then never do it again. Right. You want to think I can work, you can work out over the winter time. You can still go to the range in the winter time. And sometimes 
the weather is nice enough you can play all winter. So, you know, instead of having that, I got to get it, you know, 18 rounds or 36 this week. I got to do it all right now because this weather's going to leave. Um, think long term. So then you can spread that out a little bit. So I played nine, you know, I played nine today, this morning. I'm going to play nine on Wednesday. And then I'll see how I feel over the weekend. And maybe I'll play, play another nine. Um, I've only played 18 a, a couple of times. And, you know, I, I have to take a cart right now because I, I can't walk 18 fully. Right. Um, I did on Friday. I walked at the par three at the mini course. I did walk that, uh, but it wears me out because I'm just not, I'm not a hundred percent yet, but you know, I just, I push it a little bit and then I took the rest of the weekend off. And then today I'm ready to play nine. And um, it's just really listening to yourself, listening and, and believing what your body is telling you is go slow. Or if you feel like you could go a little bit, push it a little bit. But then if that's too much, then take the time to rest. And it's just understanding that the more you work out, the more energy you're going to have because muscles are energy storage and the more endurance you're going to have, which is going to help on the course. And it's going to help mentally keep you in the game longer so that you're not so tired and, and just hacking at it. Well, and you know, if you're one of those guys that keeps track of everything, maybe they're you know, working on their handicap or whatever. And mm -hmm. I know since we've kind of changed systems, handicap systems, to be honest, I'm not completely familiar. I mean, all the way through the system and nobody ever is, especially when it gets to the algorithms and stuff. But I still think you can like play 13 or maybe 14 holes and it'll count as a round if that's what you're going to do too. So like when you said earlier, they play 13, their body starts hurting and stuff. You can still scribe down a score. Now you're going to have to check that for sure. Cause honestly, I don't know. I haven't looked that much into it um, because I haven't, I haven't kept an actual handicap for a year or so because I just don't, my schedule doesn't allow me to play as much as I'd like to, but there's nothing wrong with walking off the course after 13 holes and calling it a day. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think if you're smart, they'll do that. That's yeah. I, I think if they're smart, they'll do that because it's better to do that and save your body than hurt yourself and then not play for two weeks. Right. Uh, we got to get out of here. I'm going to try to con Diana to stick around for the after hours segment for a little bit. But until that, we hope you have a great week. Like I said, you can find us on all of the different social media platforms with Grilling at the Green. Uh, look under GATG, and uh, we'll be back next week with another show. Take care, everybody. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved.